Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. They used to say that the sun never sets on the British Empire. Well, it doesn't set on the automotive industry either. So let's catch up with what's going on in the industry that never sleeps. Cadillac is way behind German luxury cars in China. So GM is out to boost the number of Cadillac dealerships there. It wants to add around 40 dealerships next year. Currently, it has 160. Caddy has only sold about 27,000 cars in China so far this year. Audi sold close to 371,000. BMW's at 296,000 and Mercedes at 177,000. Speaking of those German luxury brands, Mercedes-Benz is not only lagging behind BMW in sales, it's also lagging in market value. Bloomberg reports that BMW's market value is around 45 billion euros, while Daimler is at 42 billion. But if you take out Daimler's truck business, Mercedes is only valued at 25 billion euros, about half of BMW. Mercedes lags behind because it's not as strong in China. It was late in getting into new segments like compact SUVs, and it's just not seen as such a cool brand by younger buyers. One analyst says investors do not have much confidence that CEO Dieter Zetsche and his team can turn things around. Infinity, Nissan's luxury brand, will make it easier for customers to understand the model range by adopting the letter Q as the first letter for each new sedan, coupe, and convertible starting next year. QX will denote a crossover or SUV model. The first model up with the new name is the Q50, a sedan that makes its debut at the Detroit Auto Show next month. The 2013 Chevy Cruze will be equipped with a new smart airbag. It is a single-stage airbag that uses one inflator to manage both low-speed and high-speed crash forces, as well as flexible venting technology that allows the driver's momentum to push air out and away. Older dual-stage bags use two inflators, one for low-speed and another for high-speed. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration tested out the cruise and gave it a five-star rating, including this single-stage technology. No doubt we'll soon see this airbag in other GM vehicles. An organization called Noise Free America just chose honking horns from remote key fobs as this month's winner of what it calls the Noisy Dozen. It says two-thirds of all new cars now use the horn to signal that the doors have locked when you hit the lock button on your key fob. Noise Free America claims that Subaru and Toyota have recently changed to a soft chirping sound instead of using the horn, and that Europe mandates the use of flashing headlights instead of the horn. And you know, these guys are right. We don't need the horn to signal that the doors are locked. So all you product planning people out there in the audience, take note, just flash the lights. Say. How can you make a car lighter, roomier, and more comfortable all at the same time? Well, you can come up with a completely different kind of car seat. 
We'll fill you in on all the details right after this. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. Forcia is one of the largest automotive suppliers in the world. Based in France, the company specializes in making interior components for cars, but especially seats. Michael Miner, the manager of product planning at Forcia Seating, recently showed me a future seat design that it is showing to the car companies. And first of all, you're going to look at the seat and you say this is something completely different than what I normally see in a seat. And obviously your eye is very quickly drawn to the surfaces that are on the seat, specifically the seat back and the seat cushion. What we have in the seat back is a compliant shell. And this shell, what this shell does is it adapts to the shape of your body and more importantly, it biomimics the shape of your spine as you move through the different uh, positions that the spine has from full, fully sitting proud to fully slouching. So it's adapting to all that movement. Why that's important is since this is taking care of sort of those macro levels of adjustment, we can eliminate quite a bit of polyurethane foam that's going into the seat, thereby making the seat lighter and thinner. On the seat cushion, we also have a compliant system here as well. And what you'll notice is as the seat moves down, it also moves rearward. Why that's important is there's a phenomenon in automotive seating where we have a pelvic creep. As you're moving down the road and vibrating down the road, your pelvis wants to move forward. What we're trying to do now is capturing that movement, but as you're vibrating, the seat is pulling you rearward. So it's always pulling you back into the pocket of the seat. Therefore, it's minimizing the amount of pelvic drift and more importantly, eliminates the gap and putting lumbar strain on the upper back. So it's always keeping you in the pocket of the seat. The headrest as well is moving in conjunction with the, the compliant shell. So as this shell moves out, the headrest moves forward. So it's always maintaining the proper distance to the occupant for maximum safety, which is always very important. We want to minimize the amount of distance between the head and the seat restraint, the head restraint. Another innovation on this, we have angled seat tracks, sort of a passive lifter, if you will. So as the seat moves forward or rearward, as it moves rearward, you'll notice that the seat actually reduces in height. So a taller person is going to push the seat track and it's going to lower down just naturally, so it's a passive lifter. We also have a lift on this, so we obviously have the recline angle. We have our cover carving technology, which is more or less a foam in place technology. Uh, on topper pads, which gives us the ability to have some very elegant concave surfaces in the seat. And we are actually embracing, if you will, sort of the wrinkles that might naturally occur in a seat and making them actual design elements, right? What's been the reaction to the car companies that you've shown this to? Everyone's been very enthusiastic. I mean, obviously, it's a, just a stunning design. Uh, I mean, my hat's off to our design team. I think they just did a fantastic job. It's just an elegant seat. It's minimalistic, but yet beautiful at the same time. Uh, I think the contrast and colors is stunning. Uh, it really, and, and it, to me, embodies sort of the next generation of what maybe we can do in seating comfort. But when you envision that this is fully manual, there's nothing power about it, but yet it gives you absolute positive comfort. And when could we see something like this in production? Well, right now we're looking at probably about 2016, 2017 model year. Much yet to be determined. Again, these are innovations in various stages of development. So. Uh, obviously, we need to go through some material testing and things such as that. We want to have optimum comfort, but it has to be robust and durable at the same time. Uh, but 2016, 2017 model year might be the introduction where we can have these on the market. 
Boy, I would love to try that seat out in a car. It felt very comfortable in that static display, but I'd really like to experience it out on the open road. I think we're going to have a lot of fun on Autoline After Hours this Thursday night. It's our annual Naughty and Nice holiday version where we hand out nice gifts to those people in the automotive industry who have impressed us this year and lumps a coal to those who have not. Join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for the best insider opinions in the business. That's Thursday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Time or 2300 GMT on Autoline.tv. And that's it for today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.